Hey, Michael. Hey, Tim. You know that still one in two bookings with Lifeblood are being cancelled right now? Really? Really. Half. Half. Wow. Wow. We, but blood's pretty important, isn't it? It's, not only is it pretty important, it's very important. Fuck. So if, if you haven't, if you haven't donated before or you have and you haven't done in a long time, head to lifeblood.com.au and take the bloody oath. Um, with the floods and all of that, stocks are low. Um, the availability of um, appointments is not. Please ah. book in and donate blood or plasma or whatever you can. Lifeblood.com.au. Take the bloody oath today. It's like insurance. It could be that you need your own blood back at yes. some point, And one, you'll be like, thank heavens. Yep. One in three people will need a wow. blood transfusion in their lifetime. Wow. One in three. When you can't, you're, you can't yeah. opt out of that either. No, you no. Can't you can't be like, oh, look, it well, would be rude. I haven't given yes. blood, so... When no, thank you. You're obviously on public transport now. Look to the person to, to your left. <laughs> yeah. Look to the person to your right. One of you will have a blood transfusion in your lifetime. Yeah, and it's not either of them. It's, them. it's, it's you. you. <laughs> so, Lifeblood.com.au. That's easy yep. to remember. Yep. What's the worst that can happen? It takes half an hour of your time and then you get a free sausage roll. Damn right. Go give blood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, tell, them, tell them Sporting Woods sent you. <laughs> Or don't. Yeah. Tom Sporting was yelled at you. Yeah. But don't. We joke about lifeblood, but um, one of our cast members is currently taking a unique bloody oath, Michael. Yes, he's here in the room. We've got Luke uh, in what can only be described as a David Blaine uh, water tank. He is uh, spending 24 hours submerged to raise awareness and money for lifeblood.com.au. Yep. Sign up today. Interesting tactic because... I think he would have made more of a pres- like. So he's in he's in the tank here in the boothio. Like he's not out in a public forum for like people to no. understand it. So no. his marketing yeah. is extremely niche. He had it ordered here, and then it was too heavy to move. It's, oh right, it's full of water, Tim. Right. Of course, of course. And how you doing, Luke? Yeah. yeah. Get- yep, he's in there. Well, isn't it one tap for good, two taps for bad? Uh, Luke, are you doing good or bad? All right. Well, now we'll never know. <laughs> he's looking. <laughs> he's looking very blue. <laughs> but you're st- you're still with us. You having a good time, Luke? Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll leave good, him. Good chat, Luke. Yeah, we'll leave you to it, Luke. Uh, he really would prefer. He just gave blood. Stop, yeah, that it's, would. This that, is way too much effort in the wrong direction. Yeah. So <laughs> head to lifeblood.com.au. Donate blood today. Yeah. All good. Right. Good. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Episode one sixty five of Sporting Woods football is back. Michael, are you excited? I, yeah. Don't I know it? It Do- is back. I've been. I. I think you saw it during the week. I had a little flutter. Yes. Um, you know. Made, oh, made a tiny like seventeen bucks. So, oh. you know, I was on a bit <laughs> no, of a heater until I don't want to dub them in. We'll talk about it later. But a certain Tigers team. <laughs> And I thought I was so clever betting against the favourites. I was like, yeah. I'm going to make a bunch of money off like three bucks here. I'm a genius. Yep. And for yeah. most of the game, yeah. I felt real good. clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, yes. No, but yeah, no, no, it's back in a big way. Well, you know, you made you made uh, 
a nice profit off um, the upsets this week. Yep. And that is yep. our good. Upset City, we saw last year, particularly towards the end of the year, the results taper off where basically we knew the results before mm. the games were being played. Long-term listeners will know. I'm not an expert, <laughs> um, but it stands to reason at the start of the season, anything goes. goes. Yes. Uh, you don't know how people are performing, what headspace they're in, how the team's gelling together. By towards the back end of the season, you know, we yeah. see how this team's been playing, we can whatever. Um, but if you're going to go upsets, start of the season's the time for them. Oh, 100%. And there were a lot of 50-50 games, and um, in my mind, the, but the betting was quite lopsided. Um, it's good. It's it's good to see. And yes, it's only round one, and it you know it's not a true reflection of what's going to happen for for throughout the year. But I think as teams get better with the rule changes and all of that sort of stuff, there will be an evening of the teams. Like it's not going to be just oh, right, a, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, a night of the teams. Yeah. Um, you know, for it's going to even out. Yeah, yeah, for Newcastle, the it's, it's going to even out. Um. So I think we've started to see that the quality of the games, while some of them were poor quality, they were all entertaining. Um, I think I watched seven out of the eight. <laughs> You're listening to Sporting Woods. Yeah. <laughs> Low quality, but entertaining. <laughs> that's how that's... Yeah, that's, that's where either, we live, baby. Yeah, it's either that or all the gear all the time. Yeah. But Isn't it, that right, Luke? <laughs> yeah, he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> Should have given him a whiteboard. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Luke is the New South Wales of charity. He doesn't. Luke, he he right. doesn't get it. All right, Luke. He doesn't get it. No. Um, entertaining. Let me just draw the curtains okay. on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you actually drew the curtains with no sound effect. I'm sorry, my let curtains me, aren't let me loud enough. Draw the, we didn't have to do it. It's called commitment, Tim. I'm a method. Commitment. You know. <laughs> Because everyone thought that Luke was in a water tank submerged in the booty. The of the mind. Oh, jeez. Oh, mate. That was crap. He has to do that. He can't go to sleep without it. But you just did it like... like a canary. Yeah. You just did it like the innocence of a child where you're like, hmm. <laughs> what? Imagine if I stood up to draw yeah. them. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like drift. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we digress. You all laughed at me for paying oh, no. the extra yeah. money to put curtains on it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it was worth it. It was paying dividends. Just, just, yeah. just in case people are wondering, like, I am acting out, you know. Luke is not here. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but who's this? Anyway, sorry. Yes. Lifeblood.com.au. Low quality but entertaining. That's us, baby. <laughs> this is us. Um, the NRL uh, round one had the highest subscription television ratings of all time whoa is that so what does that mean ko or foxtel like all of it all of it ko and foxtel the highest rating weekend in the history of the nrl and like obviously streaming gets more and more every year and obviously their records will continue to break as more people get ko and blah 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 and this and that and as fans get locked out of the stadium yeah yes (laughs) thank you michael um it just goes to show that all these rule changes, all these things, all this negativity around that we see in the media about the game's gone soft, the rules are ruining the game, yep. blah, 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 this and that, here's the new problem, here's the new problem. People still watch the games. Yep. They're seeing through all the rubbish and they're still watching it. 
And that's all the owners care about. People complain. They're just going to point to like, well, we're making more money, money each yeah. year. But it's so. just it's just funny that like all the media is so negative. Like all the rugby league shows are so negative about the game and oh, the games, you know, should be doing this and blah, 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 both on the field and off the field. The fact of the matter is it's it's never been more popular. And who do we have to thank for that? Sporting Woods. Yes. Captain Rugby League, Michael. Oh, You're right. I, ever since he's taken over, it's just it's as if this is a brand new ball game. Yep. And and they've been put in a position, you know, ratings wise, commercially, financially, to really explode. Um so yeah, I think it just goes to show that people are smart enough to listen or to block out all the bullshit and all the negativity mm. that's being pushed at us on a daily basis. Um, well, they talk about, you know, the Canberra bubble and politics and stuff as well. I'm sure the same applies to rugby as well. You'd have more than a large amount of people that aren't following the news every single day and reading the opinion uh, pieces and stuff. They're, they're just tuning in for footy. And I think they're banking on that. Yep. The, well, the yeah. NRL yep. are banking on that and literally, figuratively and literally. Well, like you said, like what's... You know, it might be lower quality, but it's entertaining. People are like, well, I'm not going to miss the next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This and, yeah. It was low quality because it was round one. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't as if the quality of the product is, you know, depreciating or anything like that. It was just, you know, it's round one. You know, it's a bit sluggish, blah, blah, blah. We didn't have that many like, quote, blockbuster games. Yeah. Um, but, but worth watching. But, oh, 100%. Yeah. And, and people turned out in droves. And it's shocking, really, that round one is the most watched of all time. This is not, oh, yeah, everyone's a game clincher yeah. uh, towards the end of the season. Are they going to be knocked out? Must tune yep. in. This is just footy's back. Yep, exactly. everyone's gone, we're keen as chips. Yep. And I think what what happened last year with all lockdowns and all that sort of stuff, um, I'll talk a little bit about my listener party at Suncorp Stadium later on. But, um, yeah, it, it just felt uh, felt as if it Kanye was like... Kanye-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt like it was everyone's first time out. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, it, was, it just had that festival vibe. Anyway, let's keep it rolling. The bad, Michael. Yes. We've just spoken about how good rugby league is and it's round one and teams are still, you know, all the hopes out there. Honestly, let's stop. Stop talking about the good or no, just, just skip the bad? Stop Stop playing rugby league. Oh, okay. This is as good as it's going to get. Nope. Nope. Parramatta. You have no idea, do you? You have <laughs> no, absolutely no idea. I'm blaming like, We may as well stop the competition because right now, Parramatta are going to win the comp. Right. Because everyone is on the fucking take. Oh, uh, okay. One of the all-time horrific refereeing displays by Grant Atkins on Sunday afternoon. Full disclosure, yes. Loyal listeners would know that I hate Parramatta. But any in a vacuum, if this was Team A versus Team B, the refereeing decisions in the second half were nothing short of disgraceful. Can I put on my tinfoil hat for a second sure. here? Sure. You're trying to organize a rugby league competition. One team wants to say, we're only going to let members sign up, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. This Would is a be- hypothetical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my tinfoil hat on. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Yep. Uh, is it that much of a leap that they say, it would be nice for them to do very well yep. this season <laughs> yes. so that this... Members only in the stadiums goes very well. So membership goes up. We get to point look at all these new members and then they cost money each time as well. Uh, it's not too far to believe that, yeah, the refs might be going a little easy on them to make sure they have a good season. Brand new stadium built just for the one team. Hey, mm. hey. Yeah, there's a lot of things going for them. I think also everyone in the media with, you know, 
one iota of uh, exposure. Tip Parramatta is their sexy pick to win the comp. Mm-hmm. The the problem I have is, you know, every all all the you know old angry men yelling at clouds. All they say is, "Oh, we just want consistency. We just want consistency." Unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with them on the, on this mm-hmm. in this instance. I reckon I reckon three tries for Parramatta were from forward passes. Just wow. flat out, just flat out. One of them, right? Here you go. This is my gripe. One of them, the touch judge called the pass forward, but Grant Atkins, the on-field referee, overruled wow. his decision and they scored. So it was the final pass. It was for, it was forward. Yep. Touches in line, calls it forward. The referee, not in the best position, says, no, nah, not, not having it. Parramatta score a try. Towards the end of the game, in the balance, Paramount have 80% possession. Generally, it's it's 60-40 is lopsided. Yep. They've had 80% possession in the second half. Clint Gutherson on the last play, nothing doing. Kicks it. You know, they're, they're 10 metres out from scoring. Clint Gutherson kicks it and runs into two props where he was trying to get through a gap of maybe half a metre, where no player would ever be able to get through a gap. Mm-hmm. He goes down and... You know, in a world of hurt, like complete fake, you know, dive and all that sort of stuff. Grant Atkins, you can see Grant Atkins, who's two meters away from the play, two meters away from the play, do the big no, play on, play on. The touch judge, who's not in the best position to make the call, goes to Grant Atkins, says, no, they deliberately took Clint Gutherson out. Two seconds after Grant Atkins, who was the Closest player in position to make the call said no play on. Then overrides his own decision oh, mate, yeah. to go with the touch judge. So not so we've seen inconsistency in the way that Grant Atkins adjudicates rules on the field. Yep. Both of them positively impacted Parramatta. Now they're two examples of about fifteen that I reckon I can give you. They literally got every single 50-50 call. I think the penalty count was 7-1 and it easily could have been 7-1 to the Gold Coast. But like, talk me through like, imagine if they have decided, all right, we're going to, we're going to go easy on one side. How does that conversation happen? Like it, I don't, I don't think, I I don't think anyone deliberately goes out there to call a bad game. Yeah, They don't don't get an envelope. No, but it's just like, it is there for everyone to see those two, those two calls in particular. Because the common thread is the referee overruling either his own decision or the decision of the touch judge, completely inconsistent. You either back... He was in the best position. And in both times, he went against the person that was in the best position to make the right call. Like, how do you walk... Like, how do you walk away from that as a neutral fan, not even as a biased anti-Paramatta fan, and go... What the fuck just happened? Yeah. And like, like, how are you not just like, I don't understand what he's trying to do. Yeah, is it on the take? Yeah. Is it on the take? No. Yeah. Is it incredibly frustrating that a team like Parramatta, who's been talked up by every single person in mainstream media, all you're hearing about is, oh, this is their year. You've had the story about locking out all the things, all the um, yeah. uh, Penrith and the Tigers game. You, you had them beat the defending premiers in a trial match by 30 points leading into the season. Mitch Moses is a 
one of the favorites for the Dally M. All of this hype, all of this sort of stuff, and then you get to the game and you just, how do you not walk away and go, the fix is in? Yeah. How do you not? And Justin Holbrook actually said something about it in the press conference and said, you know, it's clear that their favorite, you know, there's favoritism mm. towards Parramatta. Mm. And dead set, any anyone who watched that game start to finish could not sit here and say that the refereeing was down the line. No one can say that. I'm not suggesting that Grant Atkins went out there to call the game lopsided to Parramatta. I'm not saying that at all. Yep. But no, not even someone who doesn't have an opinion mm. on either team could not sit there and say that game was called down the line. It was awful. And now all, let's just watch and see what happens with Parramatta home games and all the hometown calls that they get a la Brisbane Broncos. Hmm. Like that's where we're at. Like I'm all for home field advantage and all of that sort of stuff and don't at me with the whole blocking out opposition fans because that's not what rugby league's about. You can still create a home field advantage without all of that carry on. The fix is in, Michael. It's in, and we may as well stop now. I remember I had a high school teacher explain to us that, like, you know, how how they would judge people giving uh, talking presentations. Mm. And they basically said, look, people might think, oh, this teacher just hates me. But he was saying, you know, if I do have a problem with a student, it's almost like I judge them easier. So I can say, no, look, here is, you know, down the line, it's not... Oh, I just don't like the student. Guy, it's, how it's, it's all happen. over. Yeah. So maybe that ref just hates the eels. I guess is the point <laughs> I'm stumbling into. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I know. And I it's know. Like, all right. Mean, well, yeah. I don't want people thinking I'm. You know. Yeah, just yeah. Have it in for this. You team. go the other way. Yeah. But the two that you've described—that's breathtaking uh, confidence in your own calls, despite but the evidence going on. You know, for one of them. Oh yeah. But then yeah, yeah. not the other. Yeah. But in the space of twenty minutes of game time. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. But yes, the confidence to overrule a guy in the best position and then not back himself when he's in the best position. Yeah. Uh, there's no logical sense to Again, me there. you know, just to be devil's advocate, maybe you're shaken by the first one and yes. you're like, oh, okay, shit, you know. But again, the square up yeah. benefits the, both of those decisions benefit yep. the same side. The square ups have happened for 100 years where they go, Oh yeah, no, that was a fifty-fifty that way. So next fifty-fifty, I'll you yeah, know go yeah. there if it looks that way. Yep. Like, like that's refereeing. Yep. I just yeah. Anyway, let's we've got to keep it rolling. It, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Otherwise, this becomes the Tim Stanton Parramatta hour, uh, which we don't want. Um, you you mentioned that press conference I see here on the yeah. Oh, you list? just, yeah, just, just came just, out yeah. and said it just came out and said which is pretty they're, wild. They're favoring well. the home home yeah. team like. We got none of the calls, and it's all because of you know Parramatta and the hype train and blah blah blah. So he'll probably get fined for it, but he's got to stick up for his team, and I'm trying to stick up for his team. Yep. And if and here you go, final word before we get into the absolute debauchery that is Australian versus <laughs> Pakistan cricket. Yep. I've lost the train of thought. That's oh, how sorry. angry I was. <laughs> oh yes, if if Parramatta need every single call to go their way to beat the Gold Coast at home hey. by two points. I mean, are they even that fucking good? That's true. Enough fucking said. All right. Uh, So you've got other teams. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes. We're at the ugly. Yes. Because we've got to keep this right. There's more than sports. We've had too many rants already. Um, The follow-on's dead. The follow-on is dead. I've called it. R.I.P. R.I.P. follow-on. Yeah. Uh, Australia had like a 408-run lead. Are they just shy? 
Are they just going like, no, I can't risk it. What if they come can't out? Can't risk 400? Yeah, no, this is what I'm saying. They're just going, no, imagine, imagine if they came back and hit 500, we'd look like tools. And then, and then we would have to bat and score, you know, 100 is it, runs. Is it a loss of class? Is it that no. back in the day you'd go, well, look, we're far enough ahead. Let's not stomp them into the ground. I don't want to, I don't want to like make this term seem, you know, as dramatic as it is, but it, it, it is along the lines of post-traumatic stress. Wow. Because one of the greatest test matches ever played ever, 2001, uh, in India, Australia bowl um, India out for God knows what. I think the lead was 350-something. Then Rahul Dravid and VVS Laxman put on 500 themselves after being forced to follow on, and they end up winning the test match. Yep. And ever since that, ever since that game, the follow-on is just, I think it's, I would say it's happened less than five times since that point, like 20 plus years in Australian cricket. Um, it was a bit before my time, but I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Right. So yeah. Yeah. You'll have to go back and watch it. It, was, it is one of the greatest test matches of all time. Just again, I know we're trying to bunch through a bunch of information here as well, but if I do want to go back and watch older cricket, like from 2001, is there a WWE network equivalent? No. Um, or do I just have to YouTube and hope may, somebody's yeah, put maybe on YouTube. five days of. Yeah. ESPN Crick Info. They might have like oh, highlight yeah. packages. Maybe. I don't know. But, Why haven't they done that? They obviously have the tapes somewhere. Surely. And people would pay 10 bucks a month to like go back and watch any cricket game you want as broadcast. Yeah. I mean, let's just do it. Right a quick in check. if let's you have an answer. To this. Yeah. Um, here you go. Yeah. I just found it. Oh, okay. This could have been something I did yep. off air. Yep. Kolkata. There you go. You can watch a 55 minute YouTube clip on the game. Yeah, I'll go. get right on that, Tim. Yep, I, I knew you would. Um, but yeah, if you can't follow on in that setting with yeah, like yeah. two and a half days to go, like you're never going to do it. Yeah. And you know, there's and is been that just a captain's call, or is that oh, that'd be that's a team. A that's a, yeah. yeah, that's a discussion with the team. Yeah. Yes, obviously the captain makes a call, but there's a discussion with the team. Um, but there's there's talk that it was deliberate because you know they made Australia bowl for in ordinary amount of time and just ruined their fast bowlers. So I think there was a little bit of payback there because it may come down to the last test. Because if Pakistan somehow hold on for a draw here, which I don't think they're going to do, but stranger things have happened. Um, you know, it's going to come down to the last test. And, you know, with the World Test Championship, the way that it's um, been set out and, you know, really essentially rewards draws as well, which is what Pakistan's obviously trying to do. Um, yeah. L- making them stand out there all that time and you know, bowl and sap their energy could pay dividends for um, the last test. But why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just try and win? Like, I'm um, also Pakistan. Why that would you just to be try and a win? a common theme, especially cricket, but throughout their other sports. It's like, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Why not win? You play to win the game. I've already forgotten his name, but from last episode, the guy that quit his uh, club because they're not trying to win. They're just trying to make Oh, money. Derek Jeter. There we go. Derek Resigned. Jeter. Yeah. yeah. What's happened to sports? <laughs> you know, where it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was I was trying to win, Yeah, yeah. you know, get W's on the board. How, how am I the only one in the executive board that's trying to win? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, yeah. But but I get it. Pakistan, you know, there's all this on the take about trying to get all the ads in and, and maximize the exposure to the Australian cricket team in Pakistan for the first time in 30 years and blah, 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 blah. But you play to win their game. Yeah. All right. Let's talk. 
about some limp dick. Now, you've got other rugby teams to complain about, I see. Yes, yes, I do. (laughs) Who would have thought? Um, It's got to be South Sydney. It was horrific. So I had a listener party with um, Daddy Hackett. Oh, thank you very much, friend of the show. Thanks for the uh, mailbag submission. Um, Oh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, Last week, appreciate it. Sorry, backshadowing. Backshadowing, but also foreshadowing. So oh, just oh. shadowing. They cancel each other nice. out. Okay. Um, Big shadow daddy hack. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that works. SDH. Yeah, there the you go. big SDH. Um, Souths were awful. They were just awful. First game without Adam Reynolds. First game without Uncle Wayne. They they were terrible. The forwards were just slow and blah. Um, Cody Walker. Another intercept, so two consecutive games at Suncorp, two consecutive intercepts that cost his team the game. Mm-hmm. Um, 11-4 scoreline. Again, low quality, a lot of drop ball, a lot of weird, just, you know, combinations not being set. Um, but Broncos fans, just because South are the limp dick team of the week does not make you a good team. You only won because of the 95-meter intercept that um, Cody Walker threw. That was the difference in the game. And also the field goal at the end, which was a complete farce in itself um, and was pure luck by Kirk Catewell. Um, I'm really worried about South. If I had to put you know the panic meters on all teams, South would be at the top. They were really bad. And I understand they've got a young half. Um, they Lachlan Ilias, they did not go down the right side his side at all. It was all Cody Walker. You could see the Broncos just skew their whole defensive line whenever they got remotely threatening to go left. Cody Walker never really saw him on the other side trying to create anything. It was, yeah, the forwards were terrible. The halves were terrible. The outside backs were subpar. It was just a a limp dick How far into the game display. would you decide, okay, this isn't working? Like, see, it's, for it's, that it's, game, if, if you were coaching the Souths and making that call, at what point do you say, okay, let's stop going left because these guys are obviously onto that? Well, they were still in the game until the last five minutes. Right, you know what right, I mean? Like, yeah. it was still, it wasn't like abandoned ship. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it wasn't working, but like all they needed was a chance because the Broncos, you know, any time over the last three years that they've had to display any sort of anything that remotely looks like resilience, they crumble. Mm. So, like, you know, it was just that war of attrition. I think they said, we'll just stick to it, keep going. You know, we're still a chance. We're still a chance. We're still a chance. But it just never came. And that was the whole vibe at, at the stadium. And shout out to the Broncos supporters. You know, I shit on you all the time. It was a great atmosphere. It wasn't the biggest crowd. It was a fantastic atmosphere, very involved, very loud, um, really enjoyed. And I always enjoy Friday night games at, at um, Suncorp. But the last couple of years have been, you know, with an asterisk. So it was, it just felt like footy was back properly, mm-hmm. uh, which was nice. Um, but yeah, I just think the, like it wasn't as if the Broncos were the better team yeah. and, and South would have kept thinking to themselves, Oh, we're so close. And they were, they came close on a lot of, a lot of occasions, but they just liked that polish, like that finish. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that they knew it was going left. Yep. I think they went right one time that looked promising and it was drop all. Every other time, every other time, they were all lined to the left. Yep. And it was just, it was easy. It looked easy for them. So, yeah. And I understand he's young. Ilias is young and he's got to learn and all that sort of stuff. 
But Cody, Cody hey, Walker. But what yeah. an opportunity that oh, would, yeah. would have been for yeah. him. And this is, I think they've got to open it up and be like, they're playing Melbourne on Thursday. Fuck me. They're mm. going to get murdered um, if they don't switch it up. Like Melbourne and the, you know, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, just, they'll just, you know, chew you up and spit you out. Like it's going to be easy for them. Um, but it, the storm. Yeah, exactly. They're going to make the them storm. wet. That's right. In the, that comp. Yeah, yeah. No, in a bad way. Yeah. Make them moist because people well, don't Well, it's their like own moist. mistakes. The Rabbitohs are going to wet Wait. themselves. How about there that? There you go. Yeah. There you go. By using Melbourne as a, as a, they're going to walk into a storm. storm. There you go. They could oh, walk, okay, you know, okay. they could go, go to the right yes, and miss yes, it. But yeah, yes. There you go. We I got like there. That. I'm pretty good I, at metaphors and allegories. Like, um, but it also goes to show that the margin between the win and the loss is so small. It was just the intercept, and they were down. They were. If he doesn't intercept it, they score. They probably win. Yep. And we saw that in two games, most notably. Um, the Tigers Melbourne game, Jerome Hughes with an all time performance, one of the best performances of his career foreshadow. Um, ah. Tigers up six twenty to go. Had a little bit of momentum. Ball goes up, Brooksy kicks it, Kemba Malo snatches it out of the air, two meters short of the line. Then three Melbourne players come from absolutely nowhere, tackle him and hold the ball up. And I said if he scored that try. We win. Yep. Next set, Melbourne go down and score. Game over. Then they get the momentum the rest of the game and they win. Yep, yep, yep. The Cowboys versus the Bulldogs. Michael loses four. Bucks. Michael loses four dollars. Sorry, forgot to mention that. Let's just keep it in yeah. perspective. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Cowboys versus Bulldogs. Same thing. It was. It was. The hammer was what? Ten centimeters offside. And if he was ten centimeters behind, the kicker. The Cowboys win the game. Like, like that's how close the margin for error is in rugby league. And, like, you could say that, like, there was some points in the Cronulla-Canberra um, game that came down to the last minute. That was, you know, um, yeah, it could have gone either way. Like, if things turned the other way, the Cronulla could have won. Tedesco, if he scores that first try against Newcastle, do they lose that game? Probably not. You know, like, the margin for wins and losses in the NRL is so small. Like you can actually pinpoint particular moments as a casual fan and be like, that, that's yeah. the point that the game completely changed. And like for a game that's to and fro and, you know, you've got to hand it over every minute, you know, you can pinpoint um, moments in time. Like that's what makes rugby league so interesting to me. And we spoke a little bit about the uh, Cowboys Bulldogs game. We've got, uh, we've o- we're opening up the Sporting Woods mailbag. Now, would you like me to read the letter? Because I'm worried that if you read it, I'm not going to have a response to it. Okay. Um, start with the second one because okay. somehow I did this out of order. But if you want to send in a question... What do you mean the second one? There's lots of mail in here. Oh, oh sorry. No, well, yeah, the second, one out of, the second one out of 476. Okay. If you want to send in any questions, any nominations, flogs, Welfare checks, sweezies, uh, limp dick, anything. Mm. Send it into sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry, what was that? I'll get my pen out. Sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, easy. And you can just throw random chat like this person, Michael. Uh, Let's see. This one says, are are you still there, Luke? He's asleep. He's He's asleep. asleep. (laughs) Uh, This says. He looks peaceful. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. Let me just lift up the curtain. <laughs> there he is. 
Um, Peaceful's worrying. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's fine. He's fine. Uh, Just keep swimming, Luke. Just keep swimming. Uh, This letter says, Dear Sporting Woods, I am sick and tired of of tries being awarded on the spot before being overturned two minutes later. If the referees aren't sure, they should just send it up. I'm sick of it. Cost us, brackets, cowboys, the game on Sunday. What do you boys think? From Dave H., former Broncos supporter. Ah, oh, Husey. Oh, Husey, yes. Thank you, <laughs> Dave H., former Broncos supporter, now Cowboys supporter. That's it, yes. Yeah, well, I wonder why he changed teams. <laughs> so the the reason he's blowing up is because of that last try. Exactly what we were complaining yeah. about, yeah. The... the um, the referee gave the try. So Hammer was 10 centimetres offside, but they gave it the try on the field. Yep. And that's something that Captain Rugby League has said. He's sick and tired, like Dave H, former Bronco supporter is, about the fans not celebrating after tries because up until a couple of years ago, they were encouraged to basically send everything up to the video ref. So there would never be... Yeah, yeah. there was never a decision made on the field. That's such a great call from Pete. A lot of it was on the take because they had to sell ads for KFC because they were the sponsors of the video ref, blah, 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 blah. Captain Rugby said, none of that, mate. You want people cheering. We want people cheering. Yeah, that's very smart. And so the downside to that is that in between the try being awarded and the, the kicker lining up the kick, the video referee, the bunker, is already looking at yeah, it. So going, all, oh, all tries are being reviewed, Yep, which is fine. And then if they see something that they want to investigate further before the guy kicks it, then they obviously tell the referee to, you yeah. know, to stop Hold time on. and we'll do a formal review. And in, this, and, in, and in this instance, he was found to be offside. Yeah, right. But, like, I mean, overall, that's not a horrible system. Exactly. Yeah. I so mean, we can't right. even have Sporting Woods Court. It's sport. You want people to go, yes, try. Ah! Yes. And then, oh, actually, because we're reviewing everyone, actually, no, he shouldn't have been awarded what? that. You go, okay, okay. yep, never mind. Instead because of it's like, the right call. Exactly. Instead and that's of, what you yes. want. You don't want like, oh, they shouldn't have got that one, but oh, well, we've already called it. And it's better than, yes, after every try, it's like, okay, we'll silence everyone. We're just going to double check that there was actually, yes, it's a try. Yeah. And everyone goes, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I've lost it. The moment's yeah. gone. Because yeah. as soon as someone goes over, everyone was like, well, we're going to check it. Yeah. But yeah. now there's that more, it's, incentive's not the right word, but there's more emphasis placed on like the moment. It lets people have their moment. Exactly. You're not like blue balling them yeah. at the 11th 100%. hour. Yeah. And you know what I say to Dave H, former Bronco supporter? No. Have a look at the try. Like, I'm smart enough that when I watch my team play or any game where I'm like, oh, they'll check that. Yeah. Like, be smarter. Be a better rugby league fan. <laughs> like, yeah. if, you, if you're going to sit there and complain. Yeah, hey. You're going to take the time to write co- to Sporting with podcast, podcast at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yeah. You're going to be shut on. Yeah. They got the call right. Yep, yep. Who can be upset about that? Hey. And the, the fans got their moment. A true fan as well of a team doesn't want their team getting fake goals either. Yeah, oh, like, and oh, what's going to happen next week when this happens, you know, and the you. shoe's on the other foot yep. and you become the beneficiary of it? Yep. Are you going to write into sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com to complain? Just like to take issue with the common saying, shoe's on the other foot. Shoes stay on the same foot, that's all. If the sh- if the different sh- if there were different shoes on the same, yeah. there were different yeah. shoes on different feet? Yeah, well, hey, oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah. If my left shoe's on your well, left foot, shoe, yeah. oh, well. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. 
I'm sorry, yeah. Michael. I didn't realize I, just, I didn't, didn't realize, realize I generated. It, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yet again, I'm loving that someone's taken the time to write to us. Thank you, Dave Hayes. Yes. And we've <laughs> we haven't been super polite about our response. Well, well don't write. Don't say that. <laughs> but, like, write in, but don't like, write uh, in the wrong thing. But was, hey, hey, hey! I agree with it's you. It's the wrong thing. I agree with you. Oh, I, I hope friends of Dave H will make it known that, <laughs> that he's he an idiot. Be driving, that, yeah. yeah, and he's an idiot. <laughs> Take his keys off of him. Yeah, uh, I've got out of the many mails in this bag. I've got another one. Is now the time to read the other one? Yeah. So this one is—is is this the one from Joey Jojo Junior S? <laughs> it appears to be. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? That was like a one in four hundred and seventy-five. <laughs> Chance. Chance. Yeah, no, I I read this one before coming in. Michael, do you want to read it? Sure. Uh, Dear Sporting Woods, long-time listener, first-time mailbagger. Oh, well, thank you, Joey Jojo Jr. S. And for coining mailbagger. Mailbagger. That's a beautiful Hashtag. A bit behind on the pod. No one's perfect. I've been busy. I'll stop adding footnotes into (laughs) the... Just to make it clear. Um, A bit behind on the pod. I've been busy missing three footers with my brand new putter. Can I put in a nomination for Welfare Check of the Year? Just listen to episode 163. Please uh, replay the bit, uh, uh, I think. Oh, from 2721. Here uh, we go. Luke must... Oh, should I wait? Wait, wait, I'll, wait. I'll wait. Talk quickly about Justin Langer's contract. The ugly. The ugly. Um, I don't think anybody saw this coming. I think everyone it, saw it coming. I didn't, until it happened, until it was sort of... Happening, I didn't like. It was just it was it was all seem it was seemingly okay, and then or has this always been something that I've just missed it? I disagree. Mm. Uh, he continues, Joey Jojo. Luke must have been the only person on the planet who didn't see Langer's sacker sacking coming. Who didn't see Langer's sacking coming? Coming. Wow, hey. he's right. He's right. Yeah, undeniable. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Well, actually, I think everyone saw it coming. And, <laughs> oh, maybe it's just me. I mean, fair play. It didn't. It was one of those things that when we hey. talked about it at the time, you just brush off. And then when it gets pointed out, it's like, yeah, Luke actually said that he didn't see the sacking of Justin Langer coming. i got to be honest, Tim, and this is brave oh, for me. Oh, here we go. This is brave for you. I also did not see it coming. <laughs> I'm, shocked by, hey. I'm shocked by that, Michael. That's, yeah. I'm shocked. You, you if anything, list- you're going upstream against, yeah. you know. You were listening too much to the... Uh, I'm reading the wrong article. Uh, yeah, 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 to the JL's mates instead of what the players are saying and doing. Uh, look, look, I mean, hey, what can you say? You have a weekly sports podcast. Sometimes you're going to be on the wrong side of some takes. But- <laughs> That's putting it very nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come uh, on, he's in the room and he can't yeah, speak know, he up for himself. Can't. Yeah, literally. Um, I don't know. We'll put that on. We'll have a think about it. Welfare check nomination. Yes. That's two in two episodes. Hey. Hey, if you go, if, if we want a welfare check, Luke, every week. Yeah. Let, let, let's welfare check. Luke, are you still with us? Okay, good. One, yeah, one for yes. Yeah. Working up. <laughs> okay. But yes, if you do want to. Submit any questions or anything for the sporting mail, blah, 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 the sporting woods mailbag. Send it to sporting woods podcast at gmail.com. All right, we've got a David Kosh petty moment of the week update. Brilliant update. So, update. Whoa. So last week we had the buzz versus guzz. <laughs> buzz Every, guzz, everyone yeah. attack of the drones, everyone yep. uses drones, but not the bulldogs. 
And then next day, Gus Gould posts a profile pic with a drone and and images of them using drones. Yep. I have um I have the apology here. Um, Let uh, me guess. Here we go. It's sincere and heartfelt. Yes. Oh, let wow. me read it okay. because um, Buzz has had to, essentially was forced to apologize for his incorrect information that the Bulldogs don't use technology when they. To be train. honest, I wouldn't have picked Gus for a mailbagger. Okay, well, no, he's on NRL 360. Hey. This was oh, NRL okay, 360 right. on Monday night. So I said, um, yeah, he had a decent crack at me, but you know what? We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And I'll tell you about Gus. Gus sacked Ivan Cleary as a coach. Didn't think he could win a comp. That was a mistake. Obviously, Penrith won the comp with Ivan Cleary as coach. You know what else Gus did? He extended Anthony Griffin for three years and 10 weeks later sacked him and cost Penrith $1.5 million to pay him out. So he's apologized and said, you know what? Fuck you too. Yeah. He's like, oh, everyone makes mistakes, especially Gus. (laughs) Especially Gus. (laughs) Let the record show. $15 million stinker. (laughs) While I make one mistake, Gus ruins rugby league. You can say what you like, Gus, but yeah. you have a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sorry, I don't know about. So yeah, the that was a Simpsons quote. I'm not alleging no, anybody no, has I a gambling problem. problem. Well, gamble responsibly, and shout out also on the take Bulldogs, who are Gus Gould is looking after him hey. with all their bloody on the take from last week. But yes, I just the saga continues. We've given Buds Rothfield more oxygen than ever required, but it was just hilarious when I. Read and then went back and watched it. He's an idiot. We well, bring, yeah. Hey. What else can you say? Like <laughs> honestly, he's a, he's a flog. But I'll tell you who's not a flog: Michael Vilkins. Oh no, because I've Michael, been regretting this all week. You too. have bought. We knew Luke was doing his charity event. We yeah. knew he was going to be here. Yeah, and we. I, I was sent this article earlier in the week. No, oh, you were sent it earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah. And, and did not did not read past the headline. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but it's an interesting story. It's the Michael Vilkins Sporting Observation of the Week. This is it. Get ready. Strap yourselves in. Uh, set your rockets to I- engage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get ready to undock the rockets uh, <laughs> as we launch into Michael Vilkins Sporting Observation Ooh, of the Week. week. This one uh, concerns Naomi Osaka, the big N-O. The big N-O. <laughs> Here's a big no. Uh She's playing tennis and somebody yells out, you suck. And she stops the game. Stops the game. Yeah. To get on mic from the ref to address bullying, yeah. you know. And the, re- the ref denies her twice. Well, yeah, she would. Yeah. You know, first rule of having a microphone in front of a crowd, do, do- not give up the microphone. Correct. You have no idea what this lady's going to say. And you're never you know? going to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no one's going to be like, oh, thank you. They're actually, no, I see you asking for it back. Here you go. Um... So, you know, rule one, don't give up the microphone. But so she addresses the crowd about, you know, bullying and yelling at people or whatnot. And I'm torn, Tim. I don't know. I'm not torn. Oh, well, this please. is why this is a great yeah. topic that you've brought. You go. You, this is a Michael Vilkins sporting well, observation for some, of the week. For some reason, I feel like if you're part of a team sport and people are yelling abuse, do what you like, you know? And I'm sure people have said some heinous stuff. Heinous yeah, because you're trying to get in the head and whatnot. But for some reason, when it's a single person sport, it feels rude, you know. And I don't know why. And maybe it's because you don't have the team there being like, "All right, we're all here. Let's collect." It's just someone like you know, you wouldn't yell out to a person on the bus. Well, 
generally. I mean, like, I, I don't know about, about our you. listeners. Yeah. Fucking Dave hates Dave Mike. Hates, yeah. He's an angry <laughs> man that yells at Cloud. Former Bronco supporter Dave H. That says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, Dave H. Uh, nah, fuck him. Yeah, but so even in single player sports, you reckon just all bets are off. You're a sports athlete. You've got to deal with people yelling, you suck. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's not even, that's just like, you suck, you know? Yes, that is literally the, like, yeah, the least amount of heckling ever. You're not yelling out, how's the missus or anything no. like that. You no, know? you dirty dog, how's the mistress? Yeah. None of that gear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just feels rude one-on-one. And I don't really have an explanation why. I think it really is just you don't have other teammates around you to like you know be like nah yeah we're we're a team we got this boys i think like or if we if we use a like rugby league women. or afl or whatever analysis uh, analogy sorry you know like a sideline conversion you've got like and you're the opposition yep. team yep. so let's yep. say you're you're the west tigers at Parramatta who have blocked out all the fans so there's literally no tiger supporters in the stadium the only ones thinking the, yeah the only smart guys in the yeah. in the goddamn game but yes what you think Parramatta aren't going Parramatta fans in the front row aren't giving it to the yeah, the yeah. one guy kicking it. Yep, he's the, the um the Barmy Army writes songs. Yeah, yeah, literally. We saw you cry on the telly. Yep, we saw you cry on the telly. Yep, yep, yep. Did Steve Smith stop the game? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You didn't see me cry on the telly. Stop it. She um, is one of the yeah. highest paid professional female athletes in the world. Yep. Yep, yep, and yep. she has to stop a tennis game because someone yelled out that you suck. All right, all right, all right. If it happened at golf, they'd be kicked out. You can't, you know, that's... Okay, silence, you know. No, but, but if you're heckling like... If you're before, standing there, yeah, you'd no, be but, the way you're like, but, you suck. But heckling, yeah, but if if it's got the quiet please, like that didn't have... <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but mean, that wasn't in the allotted like okay. quiet time. Like right, it was just okay, like... okay. You know, like it wasn't a quiet please moment. Like it was just like, like while they're you know moving to the next point. So like, you suck. No, okay, all right, okay. Like gold, maybe you would get that all the time. Maybe they were yelling to someone else in the crowd. Is it? Was I just it definitely. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. It would have been her. You're just but saying like, in principle, yell what you like. No, my my view is <laughs> allow me to put words in your mouth. mouth. Yes, yeah. thank you. My don't yell whatever you like. That, that's not. I'm not advocating for you to start teeing off about race and sexual orientation, all yeah. that sort okay, of gear. Right. All yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of gear. You sound like um, you're surprised that, that I would say, <laughs> oh, "Don't really? yell out that rubbish." Um, <laughs> you suck. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You're you're one of the highest paid female professional athletes in the world in tennis, an individual sport that requires mental strength and mental toughness, True. and you can't stand up to someone saying. You suck. And at that point as well, really you should know that you probably don't suck. Just statistically. You know, out of all the She's, tennis players in mate, the world. She is so far gone, it's not even funny. Yeah. To think, for her to actually think that I need to go and steal a microphone for the umpire yeah. to say to the crowd, stop talking, you're hurting my feelings. Yep. You, you're not playing. Approach. You're not playing tennis. Different, you're not playing tennis. Exactly. You are so far out of the realm of what you are trying to achieve. It's not even funny. If you're desperate to pick up a microphone and return the serve, as it were, um, really the just only yell it out. Well, yeah, but it's the only correct answer, other than ignoring it, which is the actual correct answer, because yes. you don't give a fucking shit what they think. Because you're one of the best. 
tennis yeah. players in the world yeah. who gives a fuck what old exactly. mate in the crowd saying that um, you suck. But yeah, if you must pick up a microphone, it would just be like, well, motherfucker, you suck. No, no. She was going to do the whole like, oh, you know, it's really mean that when people yeah, like, like yeah, she'd yeah, said all yeah, of this yeah. in the press conference. She was brought to tears on the court because someone said you suck. Did she win? No, she got absolutely. Was it because she sucked? I'll let. I'll let. Starsky. I should have read the. Naomi article. Osaka is a welfare check nomination for me. Yeah, fair enough. Because if you if if you have a melt be, yeah if you have exactly. a meltdown on the court because someone said you suck yeah you shouldn't be playing you shouldn't be out there yep. you do not have the mental capability to be a high performing athlete if some if two words are going to completely ruin you from yep. a b- person that you've never seen or heard from before yes for some tennis expert up in row. L yeah. five yeah. of round one of a tennis tournament. Like, yeah, yeah like a real yeah. big shot. Like, come on, seriously. Uh, she shouldn't maybe, be playing. Maybe, she shouldn't be playing. Maybe they were saying a sucker. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe they were saying a sucker. Yeah. Maybe it was misinterpreted. You what? Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't understand how she continues to play tennis when she is so mentally frail. And and that yeah. that's yeah. not an allegation. Yeah. That it, we The world saw it. And when you're thinking, I've got to stop a game to address a a heckler to the masses instead of, I'm going to ignore you and win this game. Yeah, the best best revenge. You're out. You're done. Yeah. She's done. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. (laughs) Imagine. Imagine. Imagine brewing. Imagine. Let's just take a moment. (laughs) Uh, No. I was just trying to remember the name of that uh, poor young athlete who scored uh, three own goals. Oh, Michaela. Yeah, Michaela Clark. That sounds right, Michaela yeah. Clark. Imagine what people were yelling out to uh, her. Imagine. You know, three goals for the other yeah. side. Yeah. Might be a bit bit heavier than yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Imagine what her teammates are yelling out to <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let alone the crowd. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. All right, shall All right. we get the American correspondent in? Uh, yes. Very uh, quickly. That's me. Let me dial them up. Da, 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 da. The That's a way we became the Brady Bunch. Oh, great. Very fitting, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, American correspondent. Hello, Michael. Great to be here. Now, I thought you retired, but we've got you back. No, yeah, back by popular demand, we will bring back our American correspondent. Brady Bunch, well, that's Tampa Bay because Tom Brady has announced his reti- uh, unretirement oh. 40 days after he announced his retirement. Uh, Michael V had a good comment. He said, spent one month with his family, huh? Hey. That, well, I mean, you know, I, I can't even remember where it's from. So write in if you can remember what I'm half remembering. But it might have been, you know, a family guy or a comic book or just a audio joke or something. Um, but it was uh, when Kobe Bryant retired. And it was like, you know, just him sitting at home being like, so what are you guys doing? Can you imagine just like the intense training takes up 24 hours of your day. It's who you are. It's who you've ever been. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, so, nah, fuck it. you know, House Hunters is on. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, International. Know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they call it goggle bucks, but none of them are wearing goggles. And, you know, I don't get it. Yeah. The, um. The whole thing about the David Kosh Petty Moment of the Year nomination, it could come true because, you know, there was a whole 
if the story broke and then he yeah, yeah, yeah. he argued then he tossed up whether or not he would come back just out of spite from all the people were reporting that he retired stuff as well wasn't there like um, he, oh his contract did expire um, like a mate he like passed the ball or something oh like yeah that. so yeah. that it's a welfare check uh nomination because on the same day he announces uh announces his comeback oh i wasn't talking about that but this is great oh this yeah great. on the on the uh the same day he announces his comeback the f- alleged or the uh, Previously, final touchdown pass yeah. uh, ball of Tom Brady sold for $518,000. So, welfare check that fan who thought he was buying the final touchdown pass of Tom Brady's career. And that day. Oh. That day. Oh. The same day. You can own a piece of NFL history <laughs> asterisk. <laughs> for one minute. <laughs> yeah. The last one he'll ever throw. Uh, this, until yeah, yeah, until yeah. September. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. Unbelievable. Oh, out. But yeah, what were you going to say? Oh no, just uh, the first one. Oh, was don't about- say, don't say, sucked in. It could be too offensive. You might have to stop the <laughs> stop the recording. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, contact us at sportingwithpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Got a message from Tom B. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sporting Woods, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you suck. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, yeah, fair cop. Fair I can't cop. argue with that. Uh, no, I vaguely remember uh, when he retired the first time. There was something like. He passed to a mate, uh, like a ball and game, and it got his mate. That oh, money threw it up in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, maybe something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, or- yeah, yeah. It was his record-breaking touchdown pass, and the player that caught it gave it to his mum or his cousin or something who was standing in the crowd. Right. And then the NFL were like, "Uh, we really want that ball for like the NFL the, the museum." museum and sure. so then, yeah, he gave him a whole bunch of Bitcoin that- and all I- that I sort found- of stuff. I thought it was something like. Yeah, he helped somebody's stat out at like the last minute or something, and it was like, oh, that's a real cool thing to do. Well, when you you know. you know you're as established and accomplished and as rich as Tom Brady, yeah, you what can do you afford care to at, these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, couple oh, well. of couple of big name free agent quarterbacks have moved. Russell Wilson gets traded to uh, the Denver Broncos, and Carson Wentz moves over to the Washington Commanders. Um, all roads are leading towards the greatest television show. In the land, it Raised is... Raised by wolves. <laughs> close. Ah. It's the NFL draft. So that happens last weekend in April. Um, so there's going to be huge movement with all these free agents going left, right, and center. So um, should be great. We've got a flog update, flog of the year update. Ben Simmons. Ooh, yeah. He's returned to Philly. Um, some of the worst booze you've ever heard. Uh, raining down on Ben Simmons. He not sat, a fan, huh? No, no he, uh, yeah, the, the Philly fans were not fans of uh, Ben Simmons, but um, Philly just didn't even show up. I think the um, occasion got the best of them, and Brooklyn were up by like 45 points at, at some point in the game. Like, it was just unbelievable. Um, so I I don't know what happened there. Did they just get too excited or whatever? Um, yeah. It was it was insane, and it kind of gives Ben Simmons the last laugh, which is ironic because like he didn't do anything, <laughs> so you know it's kind of you know That's the a sort bit of, of sports of a we can get yeah behind. yeah exactly yeah. yeah, and um don't forget guys March Madness is here the college basketball season is wrapping up with its annual tournament, um college basketball team of the show Villanova University they are ranked as a number two seed. This is going to Shout sound out, hometown yeah. bias, but I don't want to be Parramatta, but hmm. um, the way that the draw's been set, I think Villanova a chance to win the national championship. 
Damn. Nice. Yep. Wow. So I've got I've got Villanova in my bracket winning the national Contact championship. Contact your local online sports, sports betting, betting company. company. Uh, see what the odds. I think you can get maybe 15 bucks. We'll see what OSBC can give you at some other point. But that wraps up the American correspondent. Um, but wait. Oh, well. Is that the... Is that the... Oh, my God. No way. I'm waiting. Yeah, any time now. Any time now. A lot longer than we remember. Yes. What do you see? Oh, my God. It can't be. Wrestling Correspondency. Wrestling Correspondency. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, a quick, quick wrestling update. Uh, there is a lot going on. WrestleMania is coming up, but I wanted to call, talk about uh, all elite wrestling real quick because I realized the other day that I'm actively following this promotion. <laughs> yeah. Well, like it, I know for like the first time ever, there's like yeah. an actual. And it hit me, and I was telling you before the uh, before the show, Tim. I really like. I enjoy professional wrestling. And I just do not enjoy sports entertainment. And yes. it is a, quite a distinction. Uh, yeah, the, the most recent pay-per-view they had, either legally through Fight TV or other methods that you may have, uh, or free on YouTube or whatever, it's worth checking out. There's a couple of incredible matches that are just fun to watch what? and entertaining and not, you know, beating you over the head, trying to repeat things uh, all the time and, you know, spoon-feed your stuff mm. and whatnot. It's just... I don't know. It's, it's just good. actively enjoyable. You know uh, what? And it's, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. It's wrestling. Um, so that was called... Uh, oh, I've already forgotten. Dynamite. Now. Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. Dynamite is the weekly show, which again... It's good. I'll watch more weeks yes. than I don't. Yes. Um, it's shockingly entertaining. Um, and lots of little things. You know, like uh, if someone's talking shit about someone just like off the cuff, mm. they will come walking yeah. down. But without... Like an entrance pose yeah, and just music come. and stuff, as if they're just standing in the back, being like, "What this motherfucker say, say to me? me? I'm gonna come down." Yeah. yeah, you know, little little things like that. That isn't yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, but uh, speaking of world wrestling entertainment, there is a podcast. The uh, Pat McAfee Pat McAfee show yep. um, had Vince McMahon on yes. for an hour and a half. Now the Pat, was- Pat McAfee show is go. just. Bonkers! Yes. It's like it's like outrating ESPN. Yep, 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 yep. They love him, and it was a fantastic listen. It was oddly humanizing. It was great just seeing Vince McMahon shoot the shit, answer it, questions. He literally and- was shooting the shit, wasn't it? Yep, yep, yep. For someone who's so scripted and everything has to be his way and so controlled, yep. for him to yep. walk into an environment like that must have been terrifying. But you know what? He handled it so great. It makes sense as well, and they really touched on like how crazy this guy like works like 19 hours a day and non-stop and he's like well it's because i enjoy it it's yeah. not work it's just what i want to do which is why he's on that show yeah. it's like yeah sweet this sounds like fun yeah. you know and having what you enjoy make you you know billions of dollars and stuff like that yeah it's probably yeah, sure. pretty fun yeah, yeah. So i, I, like, oh, I got to go to work you know yeah. oh, i like, gotta oh, come up with a new brock lesnar storyline yeah yeah so yeah sounds like a lot of fun but he also talked to the fact of you know it's predetermined and you're doing stuff but that he has to make decisions on who he hires and fires yeah. based on who's going to make money. It's a business because it's a public business now. You've got shareholders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't be like, oh, well, this seemed more fun or whatever. It's like, well, no. What's this best is for make business? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
It's good but, for him to be yeah. so candid like that. I suppose you know, like the whole argument is like you know all these all these shows that they have on WWE where like you know just really you know opens up the curtains and and shows like mm. all you know people being friends backstage that aren't and like you know yep. oh yep. it's such an incredible opportunity to wrestle at WrestleMania and all that sort of stuff like like you don't usually see that side of it like obviously it is but you know you've obviously got kayfabe yep. in the yep. way yep. and even Vince McMahon's like opening up to it now yep. Well, because somewhere along the line, it became part of it. Yeah. You know, almost as it should. And then the story is like, oh, you have the surface level story of these people hate each other, these people hate each other. But then you've got the deeper story of, you know, what goes on backstage. They could be friends. Yeah. He's put on such a fantastic performance at being an angry man or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, like what great character work. Yeah. Which you don't necessarily want to see, but it is nice to get that insight as well. Mm. Well, Cody Rhodes. uh, Oh, yeah. What's this go with him? He, early, early on, still when he was WWE, said that, you know, he got really upset when people say pro wrestling is fake mm. because he was like, well, it, it's not fake. Even I'm if you here. say it's yeah. predetermined, like the champion gets the most money. The champion gets more money. Yeah. So you're still fighting, fighting for your co-workers because you want to be the best yeah. and only one person can be the champion and I want that to be me. And they so get the most money. It's a competition. Mm. It's who is the most athletic, yeah. who shows up hardest to work, who, mm. you know, gets over the most and all of that sort of stuff. He was like, it's fucking real as fuck. You know, these people are your friends and whatnot, but like the reality only is. one person can be on top of yeah. the pile and I want it to be me. I don't want to be 15th on the list, you mm. know. Um, and then he went on to prove that by quitting, by making being the guy. Yeah. And not only did he quit, uh, start a brand new company that's like actual a viable alternative to WWE. He's now, by most reports, might be going back to the WWE, yeah. which is what he's always said was what's needed. Um, it's sometimes if you're stuck in the eyes of people as a mid-carder, yeah. you go away to another promotion and you just go, oh, actually, he's a big deal. And then you come back for much, much more money. I've said that yeah. to people at work. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not getting up to that next level. It's like, go get a job somewhere else. Show them that like, oh, shit, this person actually can do yeah. shit. And then you come back for like four levels higher yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it happen, even if it's, yeah, you know, so comments, even if it's not like, fuck Mate. you, I'm leaving. It's just like, hey, I'm yeah. better than this. Mate, I've done it. Yeah, yeah. Literally. And it's it's backing yourself as well. And again, it's not like, oh, storyline, I'm going to go do yeah. this. That's real life. That's going, you, you I've got, got a very comfortable yourself. living yeah. here. I'm going to go risk it all and do this because yeah. I think I've um, got value. Yeah. And yeah, so he might be coming back to mm. WWE, but again. Is he gonna? Knows? Is he gonna return at WrestleMania? Is the question. Huh. But I mean, who like, knows? I, I yeah. reckon it'll be the traditional night after WrestleMania that he. I gets reckon announced. that makes more sense. I think as that well. would be the big, uh, uh, the big play there. Because why would you be lost in the shuffle? Lost in the yeah, yeah lost in it, the shuffle of it's, WrestleMania. It's three weeks away. Where if you're the night after, you can yeah. be. You are the guy, and that, and that's traditionally yeah. the night after WrestleMania is just as important as WrestleMania itself. Um, but by you know a couple of accounts and whatnot, he. As I would be as well, is a bit sort of like um, uh, not rash rash decisions, but uh, uh, has a lot of options and doesn't decide early on. He's just gone like, that's it, I'm leaving all elite wrestling because I can do whatever. Now he's got options. But like, I think he's got like a kid he's spending the first time off for ages. He's probably looking there being like, well, I've got all this money and, you know, I've done everything I want to do. Mm. Um, So it doesn't mean he'll go straight back. To wrestling or he'll go to wwe he can do whatever he likes basically mm. but yes it's sounding like you know maybe a deal hasn't been gone he's just gone bang i'm gonna do this but that's worked for him 
immensely in the past. Yeah. And when you're at that level, like you can do whatever you want. Fucker. Yeah. Hell yeah. Imagine having that sort of money and belief in yourself. Mm, Amazing. Naomi a sucker. Um, All right. (laughs) Hey. Hey, that was poor. Hey, remember the- remember Kurt Angle? He had stadiums full I mean, of people. Literally. <laughs> in 20,000 people a night. And then he came back and they did it like affectionately yeah. at him. Which also, you know, how dare you, Kurt Angle? I've always had a problem with this. He came back and he would also be like smiling and like, yeah, yeah, you suck. And like, you know, it's like, just just let them do it. Yeah, yeah. We know that yeah, you, you know, know that, that like, yeah. you know. Nobody thinks you suck, yeah. Kurt Angle. <laughs> and Olympic, he was really Olympic sort of Olympics. worried that, like, clearly worried people are going to think, oh, why are they saying this guy sucks or whatnot? Anyway. Oh. anyway. Thank you, wrestling correspondency. Yeah. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Oh, R.I.P. Well. Scott Hall. Um, yeah. Razor Ramon. Uh, one of the best wrestling. Like, he always had very intelligent views on wrestling and, by all accounts, always helped out younger guys. The best uh, wrestling insight... I remember reading from him was that no matter who you're fighting against, but especially if it's a bigger, nastier guy or whatnot, what you need to do very early on is sell very hard for them. Mm. So they know, okay, this guy I mean, is going to muck me around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that's great advice um, for life and for business in and general, whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can imagine, because especially back in the day, you're coming up with guys that you've never met or talked yeah. to before. Now you're suddenly in the ring. And they throw a punch, and I'm sure plenty of guys are just like, oh, that barely hurt me. Yeah, or, you know? or that was shit. You want to yeah. show like, nah, mate, I'm going to make you look like a million bucks. Yeah. Let's put on a show here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Yeah. Thank you, Wrestling Correspondency. As we head to the back end of the show, let's get some Supercoach scores and ladders. Uh, we have a welfare check nomination in Supercoach. It oh, is no. literally every single Supercoach owner <laughs> in NRL Supercoach. Um, it was... If you thought any week last year was horrendous, this was by far the worst. Mm. Just er- all the big names completely dudded. Uh, Tedesco was the captain for most people, and uh, he lined up with a 32 or a 36. Um, but we don't have time for too much analysis. If you do want analysis, head over to our friends at NRL Supercoach Talk Podcast. That's NRL Supercoach Talk podcast uh friends of the show our sporting woods cup our league has been expanded what 14 teams now vying for super coach supremacy um round one is in the books let's do a quick scores update we've got joey joe joe jr shabadoo shout out he is on 762 at the bottom of the table the worst 17 well, he's not the worst because he's in 13th place. He got 8.03. Now, talk about a fall from grace, Michael. That's all I do. <laughs> the revolution. Oh, no. Our, You're joking. Our traditional Mendoza line, the, the standard in the league, not a good opening round. It's mine's elsewhere. Yes, that's right. Shout, shout out, out Spenny G. Shout out Spenny G. Um, the revolution, the men, the Benny G revolution Mendoza line sits at 806. New listeners to the show, if you're below Benny G, you are not good at super coach. That is literally <laughs> the Mendoza line. He is the standard. Oh, no. Yep, yep, yep. Because yep. he is the best at super coach across, you know, all the years. If you're below him, you're not doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, Avalanche, welcome to the Sporting Woods comp. You are 840. The Coagulators in at 10th. Ugh, 
8.47. Then there's a little bit of a bump up to a bunch of hunts. I said hunts on 8.69. Keep it classy. In eighth place. If the season finished today, Jimmy B would be in the finals. On the plonk, 8.87. Hashtag on the plonk. Juzzy T and the FNQ Moonshiners, they're in at 7th, 8.93. Then we move up. Ben, shout out to Ben. Killer Katana on 9.20. Boots and Cats, Jesse G, welcome into the competition, 9.33. Wayne O, Wayne O, not Dane O, Wayne O. That could be anybody. Gummy Sharks, 9.41 in fourth place. Third place, the original O, Dane O. He's in third, 9.70. The Mad Kents, I said Kents, he's, all he's been doing for the last three months is Supercoach. Sounds like he's just copied the Hunt team, but yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> the Mad Kents, I said Kents, in second place in uh, at 975. And leading in total points, it is the Pig Dogs, Daddy Hackett, 996. No one cracked a 1,000 points in the league. I think that is a first. Um, so, yes, early signs, um, absolutely terrible in Supercoach, let's see if it can improve. That's a bit exciting, though. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's exciting. As we move towards the tipping, <gasps> it's that time. It's been a while. It's been a it's while. It's been a while. <laughs> let's get the tipping Tip, up. Ping, scores. Well, JT250, he got two this week. It was a wasteland in the tipping as well. He's in last place. Dogs of War, he's coming second or third in the Supercoach, second last in the tipping on three. Hanlam in ninth on three. Hashtag ride or die. Luke shooting a shot before the season started. Uh, he got three. He's in eighth place. Cousin of Sun Yang, Yun Sang. Uh, he's in third. Uh, sorry, he's in seventh on three, three points. We bump up to CWA for 10% minimum pay rise. Uh, in in at six spot on four points. Hackett twenty three in at fifth on five. Medicine underscore balls fourth on five. Uh, the coagulator or the sixth captain, I should say. I'm the sixth captain. Uh, sure. Five points. You oh, don't get it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I get it. On five points. Um, Dan V twenty seven in at second place. Five points and leading the competition. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo, yeah. two-point lead. Fuck me. Seven out of eight. Wow. Seven out of eight. That's a hot streak eight. that I was on. And I made like 10 bucks. For everyone that had such a terrible thing. And, Michael, why aren't you in the tipping comp? I've, I've got shit. Or are you Yun Sang? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> but also, uh, no. <laughs> so, this is a heavy Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo podcast. Yeah. We've had a mailbag, a last place in the Supercoach, but first place in the tipping. If, it, if he keeps us up, let's just change the name of the show. The, the Joey, Joey Jojo, Jojo Jr. Show. Or we just named the Sweezies the Joey Jojos. Hey, there's there an idea. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's get into the Sweezies. Uh, but when we do, um, I was so ready. I had oh, this yeah. all sorted. History. <laughs> oh, my, it, it, it uh, doesn't get old. 
um, March 16, 2012, the little master himself, Sachin Tendulkar, becomes the first cricketer to score 100 international centuries uh, in a one-day against Bangladesh. 100 centuries in international cricket. Damn, what, are the, what do they call that? A, a, a yeah. sense, I, I don't know. They call it greatness. Very well put, Tim. <laughs> I, I like I that. was struggling, but then I found something there. Um, I yeah, mean, let, let, yeah. let me set you up again for that okay. so we can get a real okay. good clean cut. Of like a hundred se- centuries. What, what do they call that, Tim? Greatness. Damn, great point, Tim. That's yeah. amazing. Yep, that wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> I'll either rehearsal in. Yes. But wait, is that a moment in Limptic Energy's theme music? <gasps> yeah, of course, there's going to be an ad. Just shout out to YouTube Premium. I know. I just never get caught out again. I just can't give any more money to Google. But wait, is that is that? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Cut. I don't remember sports giving us any cash. OSBC, what have you been doing? Except for me last week, I made ten (laughs) dollars. Let's try all of that again. But wait. Is that a moment in Liptic Energy's theme music? You won't get me a third time. Oh my god, that's Liptic Team Energy's theme music. Longer than the wrestling <laughs> correspondence. No, if, if I skip it, if I skip it, here we go, here we go, here we go. Liptic Energy, Liptic Energy. Lymphic energy, lymphic energy. Oh, we got there. Wow. How appropriate <laughs> in the segment. <laughs> you you have it all timed up and everything, and then just, no, doesn't See, work. It's harder than it looks, yeah. Team. Yeah. Oh, looks, oh. <laughs> I had I had the uh, BDE sting all set up and ready to go, and then I got distracted at the end of the ladder, the yeah. tipping ladder. Yeah. So, <sighs> happens to the best of the teams. Best of the guys. Best of the and best of the and, people. And, and oh, mate, and girls. It's twenty twenty two. It's been a while since we've had women on the podcast. To be honest, mm. yeah. I, I've got no suggestions. I just made, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm like, just oh, making okay. note. Um, we're we're aware of uh, yes, our biases. Yes, yes. Uh, it's it's always good to be self aware. A moment in Limpic Energy history, March 16, 1994. Tonya Harding pleads guilty to f- a felony attack on former Olympic teammate Nancy Kerrigan. One of the Greatest, most ridiculous stories in the history of sports. Yeah, man. I mean, how? Uh, it's wouldn't the death. No, wouldn't it, say to Tonya she sucks. That's for no, sure. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you might get sliced. If I did, I'd be pointing to the guy next to me, being yeah. like, "This guy." Yeah, he said it. it wasn't me. Um, yeah, yikes! Oh, yikes! Just, yeah. <laughs> what yeah, are we gonna add? Silence. Yeah. What, <laughs> what are we gonna add? But. Uh, a moment in Olympic energy history. I never saw that biopic, though. No, neither. Yeah. There was a documentary on ESPN. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it, fo- it focused more on Nancy Kerrigan than it did Tonya Harding. As it, as it probably should. I mean, really. Yeah, but Tonya Harding's yeah. the story. Yeah. You know true. what I mean? Just, it, I it, just feel like I've sucked the energy out of the room with this. No, such, no, no. Such I'm a just, bad Olympic yeah, energy. Just throw me for a loop because, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, holy crap. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. You just clipped your rival so that yeah. you can get into can the you, Can you imagine if, you know, Gus vs. Buzz oh. took that turn? Imagine, it's just, oh, imagine if Buzz got hit by a drone. <laughs> Would that hurt, though? 
a deadly drone. Oh, right, like a drone strike. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. right. I was imagining some, you know, oh, like, like, like <laughs> Ow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not the same, but yeah. Um, all right, one point. It's got to be Uz, the big Uz. Uh, what, six weeks ago? Well, no, what, t- nine weeks ago, he was barely in the Australian team, gets a call up, and he's only scored three centuries in four games. Um, that man is going to be on my team for simulated online cricket, cricket. cup yeah. four. Well, shout out calling to the, my, yeah, calling my shot. The, uh, the ETC, uh, MVP of SOC three, Usman Kawaja, um, take translating that ETC form. ETC MVP C- of SOC three TH E. Um, all right. Yeah. Century, uh, in Pakistan, um, you know, from where his family's from, all of that sort of stuff. A great story, great comeback. Glad to see it happening to a bloke wearing a baggy maroon. Uh, two points. Um, I got to show mad respect for Jerome Hughes while he um, beat beat the Tigers. It was one of his greatest performances um, of his career. Um, very quiet in the first half, and then all of a sudden. Um, came to light and him and Pappenhausen, but Hughes especially, um, took control of the game and uh, had a dominating performance, by far the best performance in the NRL um, in the first week. Three points has got to go to the nerves of steel. Cam Smith this morning takes out the Players' Championship. Um, $3.6 million. Damn, is that just straight in his bank account? The largest winning prize for a single golf event. Far out, man. Um, on the last hole, he hits it into the water and then he basically needs to get it in the hole in two shots after he hits the water. Puts um, the approach shot within, what, three feet? They're saying that chip was worth $3 million. Damn. Damn. Imagine knowing that you've got to get this close and one putt it <laughs> yeah. for $3.6 million. At a certain point, does that help though as well? I think so. So... Without going into too much, he hit 10 birdies on the round. Like, he right. was just locked in and then had a little bit of a moment on the yep. on the, um, on the the last hole. Um, on the 17th hole, it's an island green. So, it's literally water the whole way around and an island. Shit. He put it the second closest out of anyone on the entire day. Like, the, uh, like it was tucked right in the back corner, um, the, the actual pin. And he, it's a massive green, obviously, because they don't want to make it too small. He's taken like the direct route straight to it. He literally had one meter margin for error. But this is what I mean. Like you have to make that call if you're in that position. He was at that time, he was um, two shots ahead and it just put it beyond doubt. Then he had the buffer going into 18, um, but still needed to make that chip approach to, to, you know, guarantee himself victory. That's worth three points in our ladder. $3.6 million. Into our spreadsheet. Yep. Uh, I reckon he's pulled points. Already this year, he may be in first place for the Sporting with Zion Williamson Big Dick Energy Play Player of the Year. Sponsored by Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadu. <laughs> or Smoking Joe Burrow. We still need to have a meeting about and that, actually. Not Dave H. Not Dave H. You're, no. you're on a warning. Former Dave. Bronco supporter Dave H. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Last segment. It's hey, the I had an idea for this. Oh, okay, go for it. Um I'm I'm playing we're about to Listeners will know we're about to launch into the spicy matchup sponsored by Sriracha. Sure. And we have a jingle to go along with it. Yes. Now, I'm going to play the double jingle. You know how we go, like, oh, da, yeah, da, yeah. Da, 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 Sriracha. Yeah. I'm thinking, as a fun little thing for us and the listeners, mm-hmm. 
we do the first one, but then we don't do the second one. So them at home. Oh, right. Can you do can it do themselves. it themselves. I love it. Unburdened by us. So <laughs> yes. you're willing to give that and, a go? And then they can test out their own voice. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So we're doing the first, first one. one not and the then listeners one. at home, you, you say sriracha. If you're on the bus, say it under your breath. Yeah. You oh, know? no. Or yell it. Hey, yeah, we're not your dad. All right. Get? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see you next week. I'll see you in court. All right. Here, here, here we go. go. Here we go. We're doing the first one. Your turn. Now, see what I forgot there yeah. is that the song actually says words in that bit. So <laughs> you, get, you get the full experience of having to say sriracha over the song saying I gotcha. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Hey, welcome. That's what welcome. we do. That's what we do. That's what we deal with every yeah, week. Yeah, that's right. That's who's, who's We're out here busting our ass. Yeah. You want to last two minutes in our world. The spicy matchup. Now, you could go South Melbourne because of the return of Latrell Mitchell and Cam Munster after their suspensions, but I'm going to f- um, flag a different game. Oh. Both first-round losers, both very disappointing first-round losers, uh, Roosters versus Manly. Um, we didn't really speak about it, but Penrith, while Penrith looked sharp in the first round of the season defending their title, 18th consecutive win at home, why anyone thought Manly was going to win that game is beyond me. I think Penrith figured out how to beat Manly. We said it all last year with Tommy Turbo, how he's a one-man team. He's 40-point better per game yep. with Tommy Turbo in than not. We we saw it at the back end of 2020 and the start of 2021. Without Tommy Turbo, they are one of the worst teams in the NRL. That's a fucking fact. They lost 13 of 14 without him in yep. that period. When he came back, yeah, they're undeniable. a top four team. <laughs> How the fu- how does that happen is beyond me. Shout out to my bloody workmates, just quietly. Okay. Just, same deal. Same deal oh, for me. Right, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I take a day off down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you're back. They know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> is it Dave H? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Dave H's of Michael's work. Um, <laughs> sorry, I sorry, we've done Yeah. They just threw four cats at him. So, yeah. like, the, the whole out the back. You know how it goes out the back and Tommy Turbo comes around and either dummies and runs or he passes it Jordan to the winger rules. and goes. Yeah. Just Tago and the um, Crichton and all of the centers and wingers, they just went straight for Tommy Turbo because if if you want to – their theory was we're not going to let Tommy Turbo beat us. Yep. If Manly are to beat us, it's going to be Brad Parker who looks like Hank Scorpio and mm. some cat on the wing that – up until a week and a half ago, no one heard of. Like, let those people beat you. Don't let Tommy Turbo beat you. So they literally, like, there's crashing is a is a technique where, you know, the wingers come off their wing to stop the play. This was just like, we don't even care. Mm. Like, there wasn't even a, a decision like, oh, like, if I, should I stay or should I go? It was just like, we're just going. And and if if he gets the ball out, let him beat us that way. Because he's not going to do it every yeah, time. Gotta, yeah. We're going to get some hits on him. We're going to make him scared to, you know, take the line on and throw that yep, ball yep. Um, at pace. And it worked. It Michael worked. Jordan rules. Yeah, it just it's like let's fucking <laughs> throw everything at this guy who clearly is the yep. one that's going to beat us single handedly. Yep. And if and if if Tommy Turbo is still good enough to beat you that way, I, hey. I think that's fine. Yeah, but I tell you what, they are not a good team without him. 
So if you if you nullify him, if you just do you just send three cats at him every time he gets the ball and let other people around him um you know win the game, which they're not. Yeah. Penrith beat them, had beat them across the park. The only point of difference was the fullback, and even Edwards isn't that bad. I'm really interested to see if this tactic holds through against Manly for the rest of the season. Because to me, while teams have enough film on the uh, you know throughout the season to go, it was it was a distinct for me. It was a distinct decision to just say if it, if it, if they're doing out the back, everyone just come in no matter what, yep. no matter what. Yep. You're going to be right more times than you're wrong, or you're going to stop it more times than you're not. Yeah, yeah. Whether um, it's right or wrong, what an yeah. interesting offensive thing to have to think of. You know, like how are we going to solve this problem? Because clearly, Plan A is going to be well covered. Yeah. You know, what surprises and twists can we give? Because yeah, you, yeah, it it's it, for Manly or for Pen, like for the teams defending him. Uh, the teams, uh, his team, yeah, his team, yeah. They're gonna have to come what, up. with What some are your new plans, shit. B, C, and D? Yeah, yeah. because well, that's the, the major way yeah. you're gonna have to win your games. Yep, and we know that you can't do it because you didn't win without him for yep. the better part yep. of half a season. He's still there. It mm-hmm. just the plan can't be chuck it to Tommy. Yeah. So I uh, and. The Roosters are a very smart and clever team. I think they would have, and they're very well coached. I think they would have looked at that footage and just been like, yep, this is the way we're going to win. Yep. Both teams, you know, top four, figuring the most um, people's top fours, definitely top fives. Um, yeah, I I don't know. If 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 Manly go 0-2, granted it's Penrith and Roosters who will both make the finals, and they've laid a platform and a blueprint for other teams to defend, uh, it's going to be a real struggle. Am I saying they're going to miss the eight? Probably not, because I think Tommy Turbo's got enough yep. in the tank to to win Same more with games. Jordan, than they're they're going to find like, oh wait, he can still play around <laughs> yeah. this. Fuck. But still, I think when he gets up against the good teams like Penrith, like the Roosters, yeah. where across the park they're more even than other teams like the Tigers or the Cowboys or the Bulldogs or mm. the Broncos or you know a multi- name insert team here. Um, They've got enough to cover and, and make up for it. So they're not necessarily as phased by sending four people at him yeah. off the wing when, they, when they're doing a sweet play. It's going to be a really interesting tactic for teams defending Tommy Turbo. Um, for all you uh, rugby league lovers, maybe just keep an eye on that in the coming weeks. Uh, just before we wrap up, I've got a question, and I think you know we should bring it up next week. Uh, but just if you're still listening, I would love to know... Any trick plays that happen in cricket, I would. Ju- you see it in NFL a lot, you know, yeah. like oh, here's a trick play. I'd love to know if there are any in cricket. If you can think of one, or even if you can invent one. Are you a local team captain and you've always wanted to mm. pull off this idea? Um, there's one just in basketball. They picked one, but I want to hear cricket ones. But a basketball one, for example, I was part of a team uh, as was Luke. The shout out to the Gorilla Jetpack Attack, where we did a line in throw. Um, the person, you know, is on oh, the, the line out. Yeah. yeah, line out. Uh, throwing the ball in from the sideline. They left it up. Dan, who caught it up in the air, threw it straight mm. into the thing. And the rest were just like, they gave us a point because they were just like, fuck me. <laughs> like, sure. That's <laughs> you know? so illegal, but. Yeah, there's so many different pageantry. ways. But yeah, yeah, that was incredible. So, you know what? Have a point. Yeah. It means nothing. It's, no. you know. I'm sure the points were like 90 to like three. (laughs) But those three points. Yeah, hard-earned, hard-earned. But yeah, uh, cricket trick 
trick shots. I'm sure it, this is buried at the back end of the episode, but we've got. Um, so they banned a lot of. They banned one of the real tricks that you could actually use is. Um, you can't fake field the ball, so you can't dummy pick it up. Oh, nice! So, like, let's say there's a, a, you know, the ball gets hit out to the boundary, and there's a guy on the boundary, but there's a guy in the infield chasing it. Yep. yep so, yep. what traditionally happens to psych out the people running is that the person who's running backwards shields the ball, so yep. the ball may still be twenty meters but you're back. Like, oh, yeah, but, so but got he, it right here. He, yeah, he goes down, you know, and does the whole sliding, and then. Looks to throw, so it stops. So you're them, busy running, you them, just see, yeah, and it stops them from running. Where the ball's just like dribbled out. To yeah, I love that shit. Only. Yeah, but they're banned it. Yeah, okay. it, it actually is a five-run penalty. I can see penalty. why they would, you know, ban it. Yeah, but like but it's yeah. again, I get it. Cricket's a traditional game and all that sort of stuff. It's like the That's one iota of like stealing. flair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, perfect example. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Send it into sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. If you have a question, a nomination for Sweezy's welfare check, David Kosh Petty Moment of the Week, the Benny G Loki Alpha Moment of the Week, uh, send it all through sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. And if you at home want to be a Benny G Loki Alpha, go donate blood at lifeblood.com.au. Brilliant. Hey. Brilliant. Yeah, let's end on a high. That, yeah. That's great. Go give blood. Take the bloody oath. We'll see you. Uh, For episode 166, enjoy the week of footy.